I need all the scotch. Nation. Welcome to an episode of Packcast, the podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. Yep, my doctor's not going to be happy about my blood pressure tomorrow, Grassi. And today, we are going to recap one of the craziest games that I have been able to witness as a Packers fan, as the Green Bay Packers somehow, someway, Knock off the Cincinnati Bengals 25 to 22. Before we get to that, I wanted to big shout and thank you to some brand new YouTube members. We have Adam Chung, we have Sir Volkerstein, we have Stephen Boyd, we have G Factor 51, and Maximad. A big shout out and thank you to you all. Now, heading into this game, I'm not going to lie, there was some anxiety and stress because the Green Bay Packers. They are an injured football team. Just to give you an idea of who they're missing. So Darius Smith is currently out on IR, our best pass rusher. David Bakhtiari is on the PUP list. Can't come back until after week six, our best left tackle. Jair Alexander is on short-term IR, is going to be out for at least three weeks, our number one corner. Elton Jenkins, who has been missing for the past couple of weeks, who is our second backup for left tackle and also can play center. He's out as well. Josh Myers, our starting center, out as well. MVS is on short-term IR, who's basically our second wide receiver. Out. Kevin King got injured and left at some point during this game after basically taking a shot to the head and the chest with a flying kick. So let me just put it this way. The Green Bay Packers had a lot of injuries. And on top of that, you also have the Cincinnati Bengals who were 3-1. and one. They've knocked off some pretty decent teams and they look to be clicking, especially on offense. So I did not think by any stretch of the imagination that this was going to be a walk in the park. And oh boy, it was not a walk in the park. It was a full-blown sprint while you had seven axe murderers, a guy with a chainsaw, all chasing you. Okay, and probably a straight cat who had rabies. All of these were chasing you because I, I can't even begin to describe this game and how insane it was. And that I thought, oh my God, this is it. We're going to win at least three times. In which I'm like, well, here you go. The Bengals are going to win at least two times. And it just kept going. And regulation could not contain this game. And as Aaron Rodgers said in his post game, both teams tried to lose this one at various points, but the Packers able to pull it off. Rodgers, 27 for 39, 344 yards, two touchdowns, one interception, was only sacked twice, which honestly, considering all of the injuries on our offense, not too bad. Lucas Patrick stepping in at center, had one really bad snap that Rodgers was able to salvage and actually bop it into Aaron Jones's hands, but I'll take it. However, with those two touchdowns, Aaron Rodgers is at 422 TDs, so now he's the fifth most in NFL history. Aaron Jones, 14 carries for 103 yards, and I know those stats sound really good, but a lot of that was just one big run, which was a 57-yard run. So Jones trying to find some breathing room there, but the Bengals' run D really stepped up. Dylan, 8 for 30, 4 for 49 through the air, had a touchdown, had some nice catches. On top of that, Devontae Adams having a career day, 11 receptions for 206 yards and a touchdown. That is a career high for him. Randall Cobb coming in super duper clutch. 
over and over again throughout this game. Even the big dog Mercedes Lewis coming in with some big clutch plays. And the offense, I mean, again, there's just so many opportunities. And we'll break down the last, like, two and a half minutes of that game. But the offense, without really a running game to fall behind, it, 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 they struggled a bit. You didn't have MVS. You were obviously missing a ton of people on that offensive line. But the Packers were still able to chip away bit by bit, especially after a slow start. On defense, Devondre Campbell, man. Aaron Rodgers just got done praising him in the press conference, basically saying, I don't know how this guy was on the street. Like, how was he a free agent? Devondre Campbell has been so impressive, and we're barely paying him any money, but he stepped up big time. Chris Barnes coming back, which was a big boost. But Campbell, man, five solo tackles, a pass defended, a tackle for a loss, and an interception, which I thought was going to clinch it. The first play in overtime, Joe Burrow throws an interception to Campbell. Campbell saying that there was some pre-snap reads that they were able to see through tape and able to say like, hey, this is the play that they're going to do. Eric Stokes had the daunting task of being on Jamar Chase. And for the most part, honestly, the rookie did good. The big touchdown, he was not on Jamar Chase for that one. Uh, Savage wound up letting that up. But pretty darn good against a really, really good receiver in Jamar Chase. Adrian Amos, six solo tackles, one pass defended, and a big interception as well. Let's talk about Mason Crosby. Crosby going four for seven, had a missed extra point on the day, and then sunk the game winner at 49 yards out. Mason Crosby, this was very reminiscent of the Detroit game a few years ago where he just missed field goal after field goal. And you could see that he was frustrated. And there were so many opportunities. Like, look at this graphic. This graphic is insane. That you had five missed field goals combined between both teams in the last two minutes and 14 seconds in regulation. And that went into overtime as well. At one point, the Bengals thought that they won it. The kicker's jumping up and down, jumping in a guy's arms and realizing that he missed it. You had doinks in this game. And the thing I love the most is LaFleur, it was fourth and inches in overtime after Cobb making a clutch catch, and he turned to Crosby and says, what do you think? And Crosby says, I've got this. And he goes, all right, you got it. Sends him out there, drills a 49-yard game winner, which I did not get to see because I live in New York, and Fox cut that and showed the Giants-Cowboys game during a commercial, which was much more important. So I unfortunately missed that game winner, but that's neither here nor there. That's just why I'm going to move to Wisconsin. And for the opposing team, the Bengals, I mean, they played really damn good football. Burr 26 for 38, 281 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions, was sacked three times. Unfortunately, got sent to the hospital with a potential throat contusion, which he played all of overtime and the rest of the game with. So hopefully he's okay there. I mean, he took a big shot on a run. And I've watched Joe Burrow play before, and he's a damn special player. I mean, the guy has to slide a little bit more, which he did at one point, but he just like has no care. And he's like, listen, I want to go and I want to get these yards. I want to get the first down. I want to win for my team. And, you know, that's gutsy as hell. With Joe Mixon injured, he did have a touchdown. You had P. Ryan, who really was like the main guy, 11 carries for 59 yards. Jamar Chase, six receptions over 150 yards was 159. One touchdown, won a huge one right before halftime which was just blown coverage by the defense. But Jamar Chase, man, had a really amazing catch in overtime. He is a special player, and that connection between him and Burrow is going to be lasting quite a while in this league. So what does this mean? Well, the injuries are still going to be there. Hopefully, Josh Myers will return. He had an injured finger. Hopefully, Elton Jenkins would return. I know he was close this week. So hopefully, the offensive line can be built up a little bit more. Jair Alexander, though, and Z are still not going to be available for a while. Uh, Jair, at least for three weeks. So there is definitely some concern there. And I feel like with these next few games, it's just trying to get out alive. 
Hopefully, Jair Alexander doesn't need surgery. Hopefully, he can be back in a couple of weeks, and we don't know the diagnosis yet, but they're just trying to wait and see if it heals up correctly. But right now, the Green Bay Packers are at 4-1 and one on top of the NFC North. We have a big divisional matchup with the Bears next week, and... It's, it's going to be a tough game with all these injuries. We got to hope that the offensive line is back to full strength. But if we're able to pull off gutsy wins like this, at the end of the day, that is all that matters. And considering all of the struggle that we're going through with all of these injuries, a win is a win. And my hat is off to the Bengals who played their asses off. And uh, that is definitely a team that is on the rise. As for Mason Crosby, I already got it a ton of times in the chat. We had over 10,000 people in that stream. Have I lost faith in Crosby? No. Because I think Mason Crosby, since that Detroit game that we talked about, has been one of the has been one of the most reliable kickers in the NFL. Had a really bad game today, but still came in clutch, got the game winner after both teams basically were like, no, you win. No, no, go ahead, you win. They got it done. And uh we move on to the Bears. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. How did you feel about this absolutely insane game? Let me know. You can always find me at TomGrossyComedy.com or TomGrossyComedy on all social media you see down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over at Patreon.com slash TomGrossyComedy and the YouTube members. But we'll be streaming tonight, Bills, Chiefs. Hopefully it'll be a little less anxiety-inducing game. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassi. And as always... Go Pack Go!